Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately, unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Well, hello there, sweet mamas. I'm going to start out today's podcast with a little well check. How are you doing, mama? How are things going? Last week was Thanksgiving, and I know for a lot of us, that brings on a whole lot of thoughts and emotions when it comes to relationships, the state of the world, the state of the country, and our food. And so I just wanted to start out with a little well check, sweet mama. How are you doing? Are you doing okay? Are you taking the time to breathe? Are you taking the time to be kind to yourself? Are you taking the time to pour into your cup before you pour into everybody else that you serve and love? If you're not, I would love for you to pause this podcast right here, take two or three cleansing breaths, say an affirmation to yourself, and then let's get back to it. So today, I really want to emphasize, I want to chat about how we can keep living in gratitude long after Thanksgiving or the times of the year that ask us to think about what we're grateful for, which of course, Thanksgiving is one of those um, holidays that we celebrate that really tap into gratitude and being mindful of that, right? So I want to share with you how you can find peace and happiness through the tough times, through the through the fun times, through the good times, and the hard times. So as we head into December and we head into more celebrations and into a new year, I realize that looking back on 2021 or any year for that matter can be really painful, can be really overwhelming, and and it causes and evokes a lot of emotions from all of us, right? And so I want to help you see the good once the turkey has been eaten, once the Black Friday sales have hit, once Christmas comes and goes and the gifts are unwrapped and, and not under the tree anymore and we head into a new year. It's easy once the holiday is over to get out of the gratitude habit and sometimes it's another year before we feel the peace and happiness that daily gratitude brought us. So if you want to keep the spirit of gratitude alive in your heart through the good times and the hard times, then these five tips that I have for you, mama, are going to help you dominate that and do just that. But before we dive into the five tips, I want to share a little lesson that I learned uh, with you that helped me learn how to find something to be grateful for, even when life is especially challenging. So I used to think that life was supposed to be 90% good and 10% hard. Like your life should mostly be 90% totally awesome and flow and feel good. And then only 10% of it should be hard and crusty and funky. (laughs) 
When I was hit with the challenge after challenge after challenge after challenge, I thought I had screwed up my life. I thought I was broken. I thought I wasn't doing living your best life very well. And somehow I had managed to ruin my life either by not doing something perfectly or because I had one mistake that I was being punished for for eternity, or at least that's what it felt like. But what I learned is that life isn't supposed to be 90-10, my friends. It's actually 50-50. That thought slapped me across the face and was a huge moment of like, oh my gosh, I have been so hard on myself and I've been living in a completely unrealistic space of mind, place of mind. Life is not supposed to be 90-10. It's actually supposed to be 50-50. Mama, you haven't screwed up or ruined anything when you're going through a challenge. That challenge is just in your path to help you grow. Even the really, really, really sucky ones. And that was a really hard realization for me to come to. But when I did, the amount of freedom was incredible. When you recognize that the hard times are meant to help you grow, it's easier to find gratitude in your daily struggles. These five tips that I'm going to share with you will also help you learn what to be grateful for and how to keep going when you don't think that you can. So tip number one, we are going to search for the positive. So if you're driving in your car or you're on a walk and you're listening to this, I'm going to, I'm going to highlight these so that you can remember them. But tip number one is search for the positive. If you've got your journal or a notebook in front of you, I want you to jot these down. Okay. We've all been stuck in a negative experience where it looks like everyone and everything is against you. But just because life is difficult in one aspect, mama, doesn't mean it's difficult in every aspect, right? When you feel like things aren't going how you want them to, I want you to ask yourself a question, okay? I want you to ask yourself this question, jot it down. What are the positive areas in my life that aren't being affected by my current challenges? Oh my gosh, like, What an incredible question, right? All right, listen, I know this thing over here is sucky and it's taken up a lot of my emotions and a lot of my thoughts and a lot of my energy, but what are the positive areas in my life that aren't being affected by my current challenge? That is going to allow you to see the silver lining. It's going to allow you to see what's good in your world. Okay, so I want you to think about this question. I love to use this question when I think back to the pandemic, to 2020. Holy cow, mamas, did that year slap me? I don't know about you guys, but straight in the teeth. (laughs) Almost everything went wrong as we quarantined endlessly. People lost their jobs. Family members got sick. Kids weren't able to go to school. Sports were shut down. Stores were shut down. And we were basically hermits in our house, right? But we can focus on that if we want to. But what would happen if we focused on what went well during that time? Okay. Families came closer together. We were able to slow down and focus on what mattered most. We were given the time and the space and the opportunity to ask ourselves questions, to start new businesses. We had time to meal plan and prep. We spent, I spent a lot more time with my kiddos. Let's be honest, sometimes a little more than I wanted to, but Still, it was an opportunity that I can't afford myself right now. I can't do the things that we did during the pandemic now because we're back into the hustle and the bustle, right? So just because things felt heavy and hard, it didn't stop the good from coming. And when you can recognize that, mama, that there is good, even in difficult times, you can appreciate each stage of the life that you're in. 
Okay, so number one is going to be search for the positives. Number two, treasure the small details. Y'all, I'm a big detail person. Small details overwhelm me and stress me out. I just want big, audacious goals being set and smashed and moving forward, right? So I have to remind myself to treasure the small details. When was the last time that you treasured a small detail in your life, right? When I say we, I mostly mean I. I focus on being grateful for the big things, right? A good job, healthy kids, a loving family. But we often forget to appreciate the small things in our life, right? And so one of the small details of my life that I treasure is drinking a hot cup of coffee before my family is up. I love getting up in the morning with my hot cup of coffee before anybody wants my attention, Mama, you know the power of an uninterrupted cup of coffee. Don't don't pretend like you don't, right? It's amazing, but it's such a simple pleasure in life that often gets overlooked. And often I don't appreciate what happens in that time. The ability for me to check in with myself and to enjoy a moment with myself. I've said this before several times, but the most important relationship that you have in your life is the relationship that you have with yourself. We often think that it's our husband, our kids, our jobs, our coworkers, our friends, our moms. No, no, mama. It's the relationship that you have with yourself. And so I want you to think about your life right now. What small details in your life do you treasure? And if you're having a hard time coming up with a list like that, I wrote down a few that I want to read off for you. Here are a few ideas to help you open your mind to seeing the small things, okay? How about a fresh coat of paint in your bedroom to help brighten it up? A completed project at work, that that relief and that like pride that you feel when you did something and you accomplished something good at work, finishing a good book, a clean house. And let's be honest, even if it's only for five minutes, waking up on time or even waking up early or waking up feeling rested, right? Or when was the last time that you celebrated and treasured the fact that you made time to move your body that day? These are all things that we can be grateful for and that we can have an immense amount of gratitude in our day and appreciate and love. Once you start looking at these small details to be grateful for, you'll find more and more and more of them. And it's actually a scientific fact, okay? So people often want to downplay how important this is to be able to focus on the good, to be able to celebrate the little things, to be able to treasure the small things in your world. But there's an actual scientific reason why when you do that, your life improves. There's a system in your brain. It's called the reticular activating system. So your RAS and the RAS is a filter that brings information to your attention. Its main function, mama, is to filter out the unimportant things and hone in on what you need to know, see, smell, experience, right? The issue with the RAS is that it really hones in on what it thinks you want it to notice, okay? So the classic example is if you're buying a new car, maybe you're looking at a new Telluride. You haven't seen one before you started looking, but now that you're starting to look and it's on your mind, you literally see them everywhere. That's the RAS in action. It thinks you want to see more Telluride, so what does it do? It pings your brain every time that you see a Telluride in your subconscious. Your subconscious now is aware of it and it sees it and now it's drawing that to your attention. The RAS is an amazing function, but sometimes it can hone in on the things that we actually don't want to see, like our pain. It just takes a few thoughts of, man, this is hard, or gosh, I'm really not good at this, or I'm fat, I look gross, 
I'm incapable. I'm broken. I can't. For your Raz to realize that you want more evidence of how hard life really is. The Raz now believes that the pain is important to you, so it filters out the good and it keeps showing you the pain because it thinks this is what you want. And its only job is to make you right and to back you up in evidence, right? I I coach a small group of women in building their business, right? So I teach them how to go from no business, no logo to a full thriving health and wellness business. And these women are some of my favorite. And we went on a retreat uh, last month. And one of the things that we talked about is, and, and that became very obvious, is that a few of us had to retrain our RAS, right? And so it's funny, that kind of became the theme of our um, retreat was retraining the RAS, right? So like every time that we had an imposter thought, or uh, it's too hard thought, or I know one of the girls is going to laugh when she hears this, I'm not good at technology thought, we had to retrain the RAS to not focus on that so that they could move forward in success, right? And here's the good news is that you can control your RAS, not the other way around. It doesn't have to control you. You can retrain your RAS to start showing you the small treasures in your life by thinking about it and pointing them out to yourself. And here's a really cool thing. Over time, the RAS will pick those things up for you and it will become second nature. So, Strategy or tip number one, search for the positive. Tip number two, treasure the small details. And number three, add joy to your daily schedule. Y'all, we do not do this enough. It is easy to get stuck in the difficult or the mundane aspects of your day-to-day life. We get caught up in school drop-off, school drama, kid drama, our own drama, running errands, cooking dinner, taking our kids to practices, games, lessons, getting to bed at a decent hour, homework, Ugh, brushing your teeth, washing your face, all of the things, all of the to-dos. And we forget that we're actually supposed to experience joy in our day-to-day life, right? Have you ever thought of scheduling time in your day for something that makes you happy? Have you ever thought about scheduling something in your day, some time in your day for something that makes you happy? We usually think about doing that on a weekly or a monthly basis when we have our self-care Sunday or whatever it is, like going out for girls night or a solo trip to Target. But I'm talking about adding joy to your schedule every single day. And here's the cool thing about that. It doesn't have to be extravagant, right? Like my cup of coffee, not extravagant, costs 25 cents a cup. But that is adding joy intentionally to my day every single day. And if you're having a hard time coming up, you know what I'm going to give you, mama. I'm going to give you a list to help you think of things that are not extravagant and over the top, but that would just simply bring you joy. So uh, you could make time to listen to your favorite song, like intentionally set an alarm and say, during this three, four minutes, I'm going to listen to my favorite song, the one that pumps me up, fills my heart, makes me feel good and inspires me. You could watch your guilty pleasure TV show. You could set aside time to read a book for pleasure, make plans to get out of the house and visit a friend, go on a bike ride. I love my beach cruiser. I love my neighborhood. I love to go on bike rides, but I rarely make time for them. You could watch a funny video on YouTube. There are a lot of little things that you can do to bring joy and laughter and happiness into your world that don't have to cost you money and they don't have to take you all day long. Okay. Happiness doesn't just happen to you, mama. You don't have to wait around for it. You can create it by choosing to make time for yourself, by prioritizing the things that bring you joy. And when you begin to actively make joy and happiness a part of your daily life, you'll create a life of gratitude. I believe that 100% and I know it because if we are intentional about these things, joy and gratitude and positivity 
just flows into our life. So number one, search for the positive. Number two, treasure the small details. Number three, add joy to your daily schedule. Number four, put your brain in perspective. Like I talked about at the beginning of this podcast, life is not supposed to be 90, 10, 90 amazing, 10% hard. You're going to experience a lot of problems, mama, and pain in your life. That's, that's a given. That's a human experience, right? But it's also important that we don't blow our pain out of proportion. One thing to keep in mind is that you're not the only person who's struggling. (laughs) Despite what you may see on Instagram, everyone is facing hard things. You have no idea what's going on behind everybody else's door, right? There are even people who are struggling with the same thing that you are. You just don't know about it because we don't blast our dirty laundry all over social media. And we usually try to keep a really strong face, right? It can be helpful to connect with people who are struggling with the same issue as you and get support with the same thing that you're struggling with, right? So confiding in other people and seeking out those people that are going through the same struggle as you is always super helpful because you don't feel as alone in your struggle and that can be really uplifting, right? If you aren't sure how to find support, look for a Facebook group. There's a group literally for everything on Facebook or Instagram, Look in your community or your neighborhood uh, Facebook app or mom groups, whatever it is that you're struggling with, seek that out and see where you can find some support, right? It also might be helpful to find somebody who is struggling with the same thing that you're struggling with. And I'll give you an example of how that works beautifully in my world. So I have a support group. It's called the Busy Mom Simple Nutrition Facebook group, and there are over 1,200 mamas in that group who are living busy lives Uh, wanting to be better in their health and nutrition or on a health and weight loss journey and want uh, mindset work and how to improve their relationships and just how to level up their life and live their best life as possible. And all of these women come in there, they hang out, we teach on a topic every week, we talk about life things and we rally around each, each other and show each other like, hey girl, you're not alone. This motherhood life is hard, right? And so that's a really great space to jump into if you're looking for some mama life life support. (laughs) Come in there and let me fill your cup and let the other mamas in there pour into you as well. I promise mama, when you find somebody, uh, who is either battling in the same way that you are, and you guys can kind of link arms and do life together, it's a whole lot easier. So put your pain in perspective, find somebody, reach out, be the light in somebody else's life, and then watch other people show up and be the light in your life as well. Okay. So let's, let's recap. Okay. So number one, search for the positive. Number two, treasure the small details. Number three, add joy to your daily schedule. Number four, put your pain in perspective. And number five, understand the power of change. Remember, this challenge isn't permanent. Life will change. Your circumstance will change. How you feel about a situation will change. Nothing stays the same forever. And sometimes you just have to wait the hard times out. You can still show your gratitude by recognizing that change happens and can lead to better things. Listen, I know that my attitude in the past used to be frustration and overwhelm and pit in my stomach about challenges and changes. But we know that if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. We know that the challenge is what equals the shift, the change, the better, the level up, right? If you feel trapped and stagnant, keep in mind that a transformation is possible even through challenges, right? 
It may take some time. It may take friends. It may take effort. It may take perseverance, but you'll get past your difficult situation. And when we focus on gratitude, that razz kicks in, my friends, and it will show you the way and it will take you and carry you through whatever hard time, whatever challenge, whatever change you're going through. Simply making the decision to be grateful for change you're going through and looking forward to the growth opportunity on the other side can make such a difficult time still a happy time. Okay. Gratitude mamas is a daily choice. It's a gift we give ourselves so that we can be the best versions of ourselves, better moms, better wives, better employees, better business owners. And when you begin to practice daily gratitude, you'll see many changes in your life. And so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to, to have this conversation with you past the gratitude month, because we've got another 12 months that we can have gratitude and come into November of 2022 and being like, you know what I did? I maintained gratitude and I focused my razz on all the good things for an entire year and pat yourself on the back and realize that more often than not, you kept your mind and your focus on the good things in your life. Mama, that's what I have for you guys this week. I hope that it was insightful and inspirational. And until I see you next week, Mama, be well, take care, and we'll chat soon. Bye-bye for now. Mama, thank you, thank you, thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.